You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Back to it, though, uh, NBA. Mm-hmm. Ty Bob hates mm-hmm. it. We talking mm-hmm. ball again. Mm-hmm. You see the race in the Western Conference right now? Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. When did you hit the button? Whenever I got host duties. Host duties. This won't count. I'll cut it out now. No, you don't have to cut it out. Too late now. No. No. No, you leave that in. (laughs) (laughs) If you leave in Tybo not knowing what's going on, he can't can't look in the top left-hand corner and see that it says recording. Ah, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Or hear when it says recording in progress. I was... You know, I'm looking at dance moves. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to fill in two holes here, but that'll be next week. Goodness gracious! What about what about the NBA? The we, Western we, Conference uh, dialed standings. in on the Western Conference. The Lakers may uh, skip right past the playing tournament. They can make the sixth seed. Are they playing that well? Like, is is it looking good? Is it good it's Lakers basketball? Real, it's good Lakers basketball. It was kind of a little rough whenever think, LeBron first came back, but it's getting a lot better do now. Do you think uh, AD stays healthy for a for a, a ring run? Uh, and if, if it's not, any year, if, is D'Lo and LeBron enough to win a ring? D'Lo and LeBron is not enough to win a ring for them. They need Malik Beasley to actually come out and show out, hit some threes like he has been doing. And Jared Vanderbilt needs to play the top tier defense he's been playing since he got to the Lakers. They have jumped up to be one of the best defensive teams since those trades. And okay. they're seven and three in the past 10. They're that's they the have. best record besides the Suns and the Pelicans that are still in the tournament. Oh, and the Grizzlies, but eight and two, seven and three. Best in the West. Yeah, Grizzly, Grizzlies just recently got a job back, so they, they got a little bolt of electricity going there. But, yeah, so, do I mean, do you think AD is going to stay healthy for, for a ring run? I mean, he's already a little not healthy right now. He's been injured, and they were – he was actually uh, – I think he was questionable for the game yesterday or the game before that. But he played uh, – he really – I bet he's just trying to play so they don't make the play-in tournament. But with almost 100, it'd be really damn close and really exciting to see. That's fine. That's fine. Let me record that. Thank you, John. Oh, no, it's Typo doing it. Huh? Sorry. I oh, was, uh, I was very, I'm, no, no, no. I, you're the recorder. Oh. <laughs> I'm, uh, definitely not I'm me the recorder. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm bored with NBA. Nobody cares about NBA. Man. So there's, uh, there's who who are the Lakers knocking into the, the play-in tournament? Who was the who was the uh, six seed? Well, it all depends on the game tonight. They're playing the Clippers. They have a tie record right now, but I think tonight will decide the tiebreaker. So if they win, they kick the Clippers down, and they're still only a half game behind the Warriors. So three games left, anything can happen. That's true. Very exciting, but they're they're pretty much guaranteed to be in the playoffs already. So at least the playing tournament. At least, yeah. Are the Mavs going to make it? 
Magic are not going to make it. Like at they all? Have, they have like a 6% out. chance. Less that than sucks. now. <laughs> Kyrie, man, of all the big trades that happened, and look at all the ones that are working out. Look at look at the one that's not working out. I'm really surprised that that didn't work out like anywhere that Kyrie has gone outside of Cleveland. Like, well, look I'm at surprised the history, that it's Russell never Westbrook worked. is working out better than Kyrie. But well, Russell, it again. I don't watch a lot of NBA, but I do watch Russell as I at one point was an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, so I do follow Russell. Um, he has learned that he needed to take that Carmelo Anthony role. Six man, come off the bench, play against the second stringers where you're clearly one of those better guys. Is he still not – is he not doing that? No, he's starting for the Clippers now. Okay, he was doing that in L.A. He's in there for the Lakers. He was doing the same thing. No, I figured he was doing the same thing for the Lakers. wasn't working for the Lakers. Yeah. At all. So what is his role at the Clippers? He's a starting point guard right now. I'm fairly certain, yeah. Yeah, that won't last. He's long. averaging very similar stats to what he had on the Lakers, too. He's shooting like six percent better, but that's about it. I was gonna say, I think it's it's the he's been a little slightly more efficient. Yeah. Over the week. Which at the at the volume that Russ operates at, slightly more efficient is pretty nice. <laughs> Even if it's just two percent. But going back to that Kyrie thing, man, you can't you can't say that it's Kyrie every single place he goes because his numbers are still there. What did the gives Matt? What did the Mavs give up for him? All of their bench players. They have There's no bench. A couple of crucial role players for him. Defensive players. Kyrie is not a defensive player. Luca is not a defensive player. They are shit on defense now. So they again, got the offense. It's Kyrie. The you offense. shouldn't have made. You shouldn't have made that trade. It's Kyrie. His numbers are there, man. And then the team suffers, and then you lose, and you miss the playoffs after having a 90.6% chance to make the playoffs. I blame that you on... <laughs> you go from having a 90% chance to make the playoffs to a 6% chance to make the playoffs? Yeah, that's that's on the GM that traded for him. Not I'm Kyrie. not saying it's it's on it's on everyone, including Kyrie. Team's not, not much good on him. You can't expect him to be amazing with that system. Traded... Halfway through the season, knowing nobody, gelling a little bit with Luca. Man, it's, like, it's working out for a, for a lot of the other big name trades. He's the he's the glaring one where that team has is not. I was gonna say, they're not like, making the playoffs. They're not meeting their trajectory. They're not doing as well as they did before the trade. Yes, but look at the situations everybody else went to. KD to the Suns. That... They're already a top tier team. KD fits seamlessly everywhere. Brooklyn's playing way better without Kyrie and KD. They got a lot of pieces in both those trades. They were solid. They're still players. playing better. They're when you looked at the same amount of time that they played with KD and Kyrie versus without KD and Kyrie, which I think it was like four hundred minute intervals because KD KD and Kyrie never played together. This all statistics were better without than with. Those guys are just problems. Mm. I don't agree with you there, but um, you don't have to agree with me. You got to argue against statistics. Eyeball test, man. 
eyeball test is eyeball test is telling you that they can play solo, but they fail when you put them on a team. Well, Kyrie can't really play solo. He was only good with LeBron anyway, so that's not true. Solo as in like before LeBron in Cleveland, Kyrie was dope. I mean, he's an amazing, amazing player. But did they make the playoffs? Once. I don't I don't know the answer to that question. But not once. Kyrie. I don't know, man. It, it's he's a weird dude. I don't think his a lot of the things that people have said about Russell Westbrook and kind of the way I feel about LeBron, even though there's mixed reviews out there on whether or not he makes makes people better teammates or whatever. But a lot of people would say Russell Westbrook, especially when he isn't shooting well from the floor, he's just very singular-minded, does not help the chem- chemistry of his team, um, all this and that. And I think there's plenty to be said that defends Russ and his playing style. But the stuff people normally say about Russ – I kind of have those feelings about Kyrie. I think he got, you know, comfortable playing with LeBron. I think he liked having a LeBron on his team because um, he could he could come and go in the pressure moments. Uh, but the the multiple star system that the N- NBA is is worked up to be like I, Kyrie doesn't fit well with anybody he's been paired up with. Besides he, LeBron. I don't think he fits well with other stars. I think he needs a full team behind him. He went to Boston and didn't do anything. He had a full team behind him there. Young players that played defense, that could shoot, that would stick around for the entire season, didn't do anything in Boston. Boston was just Washed a weird up. place. He can't do anything. No. And then they went to the finals without him. The net, Like, Kyrie's done. It's okay. I mean, he's not done offensively. He's never been a defensive player, so. Well, he's 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 done. He he sitting there making the money, making teams pissed off, getting traded to every single team in the league, put up these points, and like that's all he's going to be known for. So in every interview I've seen about Kyrie, it's only the front office people that hate him. His teammates, coaches, absolutely love him. That's fine. So like. You're just going in for the front office people. Power to the players, man. That's what the entire N- NBA is. Power to the players. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. But also, Kyrie's like, just not going to win. It's not, it's not going to happen. Oh, I, I never think Kyrie's going to win. But trashing him like that, I don't like that. Uh, it's too damn bad. I think he's a. Maybe I think he's win. a weird dude. He's got some weird uh, personal philosophies, and I. It's it's yet to be proven that he can gel well with a with another star besides LeBron in the NBA, and have success in an, on an NBA team. Fair enough. He's you bring a, a Kyrie a caliber. Yeah, you bring a Kyrie caliber player. The money that he's getting paid. You know, teams are expecting deep playoff runs, championships. Not you are basically in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, 
with multiple games left, you are well out of the playoffs. That's just a mistake. And you fans, and you though. put that... him you put him in every situation. There's only one situation in which he's won, where he's the number two. You put him behind LeBron, he's the clear number two, and he wins. But you put him on a number one anywhere else, Boston can't do it with a young, solid squad behind him that makes the finals the next year. You send him off to Brooklyn. He's the number one slash number two. Yeah, it was insane. When Kate, I would say he's 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 a number two in Brooklyn. He's a number two in Dallas, right? But also, he barely played when Kevin Durant was on the floor. So when he was on the floor, he was a number one because Kevin was never there. And then vice versa, when Kyrie wasn't on the floor, Kevin was. So when he's on the floor, he's a number, and he can't do nothing there, and he's gone to. Dallas, where he's a number one, hasn't done anything. He's he's a number two there. He the the thing with Kyrie is he's going to command a certain amount of the the, the ball handling per game, but in both Brooklyn and Dallas, like it, the offense goes through KD, the offense goes through Luca. They're trashing him for Boston. It was hurt for the end of the year. They lost in the playoffs, all rookie guys. The fans also hated him there. Yeah. So I don't know. Had to went through some rough times in Boston. Let's get off of Kyrie. You wanted Let's to be on it. You wanted to be making on points and you're all just back at it like, oh. He's still a good player. Listen, there's would I want would I want him on my team? Would I want him on my team? No. He's still a good player though. There are more important events going on in the basketball out there. <laughs> this weekend, precisely. We have it's the Masters weekend, boys. We don't need to be talking about basketball. Oh basketball God. commands no viewership. They get less viewership than golf. Nobody watches basketball. Nobody cares about basketball. You can get your scores and highlights on Twitter. Everybody Even playing golf, you're bored. Hell no. Never. Yes. Never. You sit over there with I, your bad takes, Tybo. Golf is Tigers, this Golf man, is such back. terrible TV. It's oh. great TV. You turn it on Sunday it's afternoon, and you nap to it. Wake up, dollar fifty minto cheese. Exactly. You nap to it. <laughs> you wake up and you oh. see somebody winning a championship. No, that's what I do in basketball. <laughs> so you too. you could literally care less about what happens the entire day, and then you you wake up to catch the the. The winter it's, ceremony and you're like, all right, that's six, all I needed to know about that. It's a six-hour-long event on Sunday, minimum. You net for the yeah. first stuff. The guys that are going to win are golfing at the end of it all. Listen, I watch it on Thursday and Friday while I'm at work. On Saturday, usually I will go out and I will play golf and have the tournament going on so I can listen to golf being played while I play golf and then have golf going all day on Sunday. To figure out who Inception, the inceptionally boring golf inside of golf it just no, magnifies I, the boring this guy is watched a true one game of the, watched one game of the ncaa tournament will watch no games of the nba finals golf is a much better sport congratulations and they get, i'm glad and i'm they spending get more my views. time better than you <laughs> <laughs> and they get more views than the nba that has no effect on me golf is still boring who you got winning oh. this weekend? It's worse than oh. hockey. You can't even see the damn ball when it's on the screen. Are you nope, kidding that's me? Why they got a tracker. 
They have the amazing tracker system now. The amazing. Not my. It's not my fault. You need glasses. You can't see. Okay. Tracker five thousand. Don't don't get me started on the litany <laughs> of problems that is wrong with you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we've got a good group to start off Thursday's round, um, a good, but a good couple of groups, but Tiger, uh, gets to play with Victor Hovland and, uh, Zonder Shoffley, which is going to be hell of a group to play teeing off at nine 15. I'm excited to watch. Uh, I would love how, how to old see, is Tiger. Uh, that's a good question off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you. He's got to be his late forties. He's, he's got to be early forties. No, no. 46. I was going to say I was going to say close to 50. He's 47. Ah. Yep. So close, close to 50. Uh it's hurting, man. This is one of the last few times uh like again we'll we'll see him this year, obviously. Hopefully we'll see him next year. Maybe one more. He's only got a few more chances to either tie and try to tie the record for most Masters wins and or break that record. Uh, I would absolutely love to see Tiger win this weekend. Um, Will he it, make it, it through the whole entire tournament? I believed this is the first tournament he's played since the last major. Uh, no, he played a tournament. No, he played at Genesis, recently. didn't he? I don't know if he played there or even, if he just I can't showed remember up. off the top of my head. But he has he played a tournament play, since then. He will make the cut and he will play this entire weekend. If you uh, are a isn't better, this a, isn't this a no cut anymore? Didn't no, they switch Masters that around? Is always a cut. No, Masters is always. I a thought cut. that this was the year that the PGA switched all the majors around to no cuts because the field is much much smaller. It is smaller. That would be news to me if that was the case. I would be surprised. I believe they're putting uh, but, it in somewhere. I can't remember. I do. I do think he plays the entire weekend. Uh, it, it will be taxing, but we will have a red Sunday. On Easter Sunday. How often does this happen? How often do we get the Masters on an Easter Sunday? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> the most boring sport for the most pointless holiday. That's not true. <laughs> Easter Bunny. <laughs> Wow. I got Max Homa winning it, man. Uh Max has been hot. I, I like that. I if not Tiger, I would love to see Tony Finau walk away with a win for once. He's always so close. He's always in the top five. Tony needs to pull himself a big boy win. Um, get himself over that hump, and maybe be able to start finally winning some tournaments out here. So I would love to see Tony get it if Tiger can't. Uh, but if I was going to put my money on anyone, it would either be uh, it either be DJ or Max Homa. I got a uh, sleeper pick for a South Australian playing this week. Brooks Kepka. Surprise pick there. He's been winning a few tournaments. I know he's not Brooks South Australian. Australian. He's not South Australian. Oh. I was so confused. It's <laughs> like, what? No, dude, Brooks has been so bad. Even switching over to the live. Uh, he's, he's been great recently. His last few finishes. The field at live is not great. No, uh, and before he switched over to live, and before he switched over to live, uh, he was very, very, he was playing very bad for the PG. I would not expect he's, him. 
He's <clears throat> finally getting healthy. He was hurt a lot whenever he was at the end of his career with PGA. There, there's a there's a guy I will say that will be a, my sleeper pick. Um, is going to be uh, Kazuki Higa. No idea, Kazuki. man. He's he's good. Keep your eyes on him. Uh, out of Japan, it'll be good. Uh, the the one thing I was surprised I was looking at it today. I was looking at it today. Uh, VJ Singh is golfing. He's. <laughs> I saw his picture that. pop up in uh, the third tee time group. I'm like, what is VJ doing back out here in the Masters? But they do send a, uh, a you know an invite to everybody who's ever won it, as long as you're physically able to and can put up a decent game. When did he um, win it again? DJ, uh, I'd have to. That was that was quite a while ago. I mean, it. It. Bubba Watson won it a long time ago too, but he's playing. I don't know. Does uh, anybody know I mean, who has like has golfed for the longest period of time? Google's only telling me like the longest drive ever. Has anybody golfed for longer than Tiger Woods? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Palmer did. Uh. Jack Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas definitely did. Uh, he has more major championships than Tiger Woods. He has three. He's the, he's the only one. Yeah. Ernie Els? I don't know. Where do you find that? How do you how do you like look at the longevity of golfers? Like I'm well, just... like once they hit fifty, they hit like the senior PGA tour. They can go on that. So pretty much guys that are just older. That's my guess. I don't know. Anyways. Longest tenured PGA player. That's, that's yeah. exactly what I searched in Google. Um couldn't uh, couldn't come up with it. But uh VJ <laughs> VJ uh I think he's the only um Fijian to ever win. I am sure he's the only Fijian to ever win. Uh Fiji native. Uh is pretty cool. Uh, but he did win a PGA Tour um, a couple different times and a European Senior Tour. Um, he won the Masters Tournament in 2000. Wow. 23 years ago this weekend. He hasn't won anything since 2004 when he won the PGA Championship. <laughs> Now so BJ's, BJ's right been there. out of the game. Uh, uh, again, under the senior That's uh, title, he, he did win. Money's on. Uh, VJ? Oh, man. Just for the name of him. Know how he we got we to gotta get down to Georgia one of these years, Sean. Very much would enjoy going to Augusta. That's You guys, like, you guys trying to get more viewers? Or... No, it'd be just fun to Listen, do. Basketball. You're trying to scare people away oh we've talked about the, it's, apparently it's for, the two most boring sports it's for the parverts out ended. there the dimple heads and the parverts if you if you check my head now that i'm bald you can definitely see i am a dimple head been knocked a couple times up there by a couple golf balls dinkleberg <laughs> shout out to one of my picks yeah Love that, Tybo. Ah, damn. 
Um, there was a massive, massive buyout over the weekend over the last couple of days. The WWE has now been bought by Endeavor, who owns the UFC, uh, <clears throat> bought it from the uh, previous company. Uh, I, I don't even remember the the Zufa, I think, used to own uh, UFC, bought it from Zufa for uh, $4 billion. UFC is now valued at $12.6 billion. They went ahead and bought the WWE from Vince, Vince McMahon, for uh, a little over $9 billion, creating uh, a fight promotion company. Entertainment. Uh, worth 20, Conglomerate. Yeah, entertainment company <laughs> worth $21.6 billion. It's insane this money. This happened right after WrestleMania. The day they, had to, they had to check and see, like, is WrestleMania, like, is that worth it? But <laughs> like, is it, are we gonna are we gonna get the revenue that we need out of a company like that? I don't even. I, it, I don't even think it was worth like it. That. It was worth it because Triple H has been the main guy for the WWE story wise for like the last what year, year and a half at least. It's been great storyline for him. Apparently, uh, they said pe- fans are coming back. They're enjoying what they're seeing now. Immediately after the steal went through and WrestleMania and all that. Vince McMahon took control of the company again and all the storylines and started screwing everything up again. So, well, it's not only that, but they also do have that TV deal with NBC where, uh, instead of it being pay per views like all of their events previously were, uh, you just go on Peacock. <laughs> it's on Peacock if you pay the five whatever for Peacock, um, which I don't watch wrestling. I'd buy uh, Peacock I do... for WrestleMania. I do have a. Uh, I do have it for premierly. Got my free trial stuff. on the week of WrestleMania and cancel it right there. There you go. You can do the same I thing. Think every it's year only with different email. I think it's only five bucks. Free trial, man. Free trial only. I have it, so I've been getting the commercials uh, for it when I've been watching stuff. Have uh, not watched a Peacock. of WWE, but that is a major. How many hours you spent on the peacock this week, eh? He's been on the cock, man. Wow. Watch it. I was saying it with an accent, so I just wasn't going. Sorry. I mean, that's what you call it. That's what you call it. That's a fine. That's a fine. That's what you call it. (laughs) (laughs) I need a unnecessary. (laughs) That is a penalty. (laughs) Unnecessary (laughs) language. Penalty box. Uh, what you, I mean, that's dude, twenty one point six billion dollars. That's worth backs. uh three three NFL teams, maybe. You could name one of the NFL teams the Peacocks. No, no. <laughs> Tommy's the Washington Peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> Be a lot better than the Commanders. Do you think? No, yeah, the they, they want to. They want to. Res- if new new ownership group, they want a new name too. They yeah, so, to rebrand do you, everything. Do you think they're going to go back to the football team for a year? To rebrand. Uh, it, depends on, it depends on who buys them. Because if it's Jeff Bezos, like it's an interesting automatically... suggestion from PFT. But I, I know there's a lot. I don't. I don't think it'll. I don't know. I think it'd be refreshing if it did happen. <laughs> If it gets bought uh, out by Bezos, it's it is 
automatically they're changing their colors to dark and light blue. Washington Warhogs. There you and go. they're becoming the, the prime. And One they're of the becoming two. the prime. Washington Prime. That would be lame. You don't want the same name as Logan Paul's fucking sports drink. Yeah, I don't think they would be as able to get away with company, that. Or as an NFL team. What'd you say, Sean? I don't think they'd be able to get away with calling him the Prime. Why? If Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon Prime, the yeah, he'd be able to get away with that in a heartbeat. The stupidest name for a football team ever. Worse than Commanders. well, Porky the Pig just didn't land as a mascot for the Commanders. So if you give it, if you give something with hog in it, maybe like I think that'd be that'd be really cool. The Washington <laughs> Hogs. I say if, if Bezos if Bezos ends up getting it, he's doing something Amazon Prime related with the name and the new <laughs> color scheme. It's ha- that is happening. But if it goes to Magic Johnson and his group, yeah, the war they'll they'll probably just keep the copies. The Washington Warhawks presented by Amazon Prime. <laughs> Your season tickets come with just come with a subscription. <laughs> well, they probably would. Probably some free trips to uh to Whole Foods. <laughs> What is what what does that look like? What does that look like? What's Jeff Bezos giving out along with season tickets? He if if he ends up getting the commanders. Free pot free, free prime like, for that year. Free audible d- discounts on <laughs> like new services. He's like giving trial, out a free trial subscriptions runs for like new services and shit. He's, He's giving you a, a free year subscription to the Washington Post as well. Probably. Installed on your phone right away. And you if not, like you can, then the first five people that are like, give me a damn Washington Post subscription, I'll give it to you. How high tech? My remote is broken. Give me free sex toys. <laughs> Amazon will refund you for anything nowadays, man. Um, what? Let me let me exchange it for some fun. Oh, jeez. The, the the Washington Commanders comes. Whoever buys it comes it with. Comes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, brand new. Uh, well, with the area, I believe down in Fairfax, I think we talked about Some it earlier in the middle of the season. So compact. they compact? No, not compact. Uh, Wide open. No, <laughs> everywhere. Very. It's a very large area because they're going to fit a new stadium there. They've got the land, I believe, down in Fairfax. So whoever buys the the team will also have to build a brand new stadium. So not only six plus billion dollars for the cake. team, you're also looking at minimum two bill for the stadium as well. If it's Jeff Bezos, how bring high it back to that? the district? How um, how high tech is that thing? It's going it's going to look like a spaceship. It's not gonna look like the Death Star, but it's it's gonna it's literally going to look like a 
something you would see out of a sci-fi movie with robot workers he's building a house inside no human state. workers he's living no human workers he's AI living everywhere 100 percent with full ai cashless no cash everything is tap and go if you want a beer you order it on your phone and they bring it to you with the robots yeah i wouldn't mind that it's all boxy <laughs> There will be sections closed off for like VR uh, people to sit there so you can experience it in VR. Yeah, you're going to be... Do what? I'm just going to ask, does Sean Taylor get like a proper he ceremony better, for whoever buys the stadium or he the better. team? You know, sometimes it's just best to leave things live. But like I was thinking before you try to depress us real quick. Jeez, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> the VR experience, like you, you'll be able to get on that like all twenty-two camera or uh, the the camera that like skirts back and forth on like following the 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 field of play uh, on the on the cables and stuff. You just jump right into that view right there. Follow Mahomes throwing a. Huddy in Washington in a few years <laughs> at some point across the field. Goodness, well, you see that thing zipping sometimes, like it definitely skirts out there. It's, <laughs> it just skirt? zips and goes. <laughs> Whoop! Oh man, you know what? Sport was on TV for the first time this past weekend. For the first time ever? First time that I've ever seen. Are you lying? I'm not lying. It's very obscure. Would never think it would be on TV, at least at this stage. Tyler, you you love playing it. Cricket's been on TV forever. Oh, you, you're telling me you, you just now have seen rugby on TV? No. Pickleball. Oh. Pickleball made it to ESPN. Olympics, man. Isn't there a pickleball in the Olympics, don't they? Do they? Oh, no, that's bad. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but it was finally on. It was uh, Andre Agassi. No Andy, way. Andy Roddick versus John No McEnroe way. And somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having why this, they're I, having this why big didn't tournament. Why notify me about this? I didn't they're know about this, it until I didn't. I didn't know you loved you were a big pickleball proponent. They had um on I like playing it, but those show. are like tennis greats, bro. Like yes, so they're they're tennis doing... is way more entertaining than golf. I don't um... care about the viewership, but like <laughs> tennis is there's I mean tennis the action is right there in your face, and like for a small little green tennis ball, you can actually like see where the ball's going. You don't need no fancy tracking system. Imagine pickleball, dude. Is that why you got to have lasers on the courts to tell whether it's in or out because you can see it so well? I mean, that's like instant replay in football. It's the way I want to look at you. (laughs) But no, they were up at the net right by the kitchen just smacking it back and forth at each other. Uh, There was... was Tense, man. That's dope. One of the... 
I wish I would have known that you liked pickleball because uh, one of the guys did go on the Pat McAfee show uh, and talk about it last week. Uh, I believe it was their their Friday Thursday show. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, this is a tournament between uh, current pickleball professionals and former slash kind of current tennis professionals or all time greats um, to see who is better at the pickleball. <laughs> They did a one-on-one of uh, Andy Roddick versus the pickleball guy. Andy Roddick mopped the floor with him. Really? It was like 15-10 each game. Wow. He was having like 35-mile-per-hour serves. Pretty fast for pickleball. Yeah. That's for how small the court is. That's pretty pretty damn fast. I would would be so mad, dude. If you dedicated your whole life to pickleball and then these bastards just come in and take that right from you, this is like, yeah, I could, I could do this in my sleep, but they're I'm still, retired. They're <laughs> still learning the rules and how to play while they're playing, and they're still beating you. <laughs> oh man, you, you teach practice any, you your teach whole any life. Of the te- it's been three years. Professionals, the little like downward, uh, the forward spin serve, you're done, done for. <laughs> Never played pickleball. We we ought to we ought to get together and go. Oh, it's a blast, man! What was it like? Number three. John your... just has to come here. There's places, plenty of places to play pickleball here. Two two chicken and pickles, and then the new serve that just opened up in Overland Park. I think there's uh, probably a couple more places. There's um, a spot to play it in Zona. There's yeah. Oh yeah, the the one um, at Fifty Fourth Street. Yeah, there's that, one. and then obviously a bunch of the new park and rec areas are all being having a pickleball courts built with them even yeah, a lot you of play um, at, you play at magan park in king city a lot of the uh apartment complexes instead of doing tennis courts like they used to are putting in uh pickleball courts love to see it everybody can play even old people old people love it i see that at the y all the time stretch though don't don't go in like I, again i haven't played but don't go in thinking like it's easy and you're not going to get hurt. Cause listen, there are, there are some old people that I have seen. It. All right. Well, they tore their Achilles Tybo. Don't, so don't stretch. Ever. Don't be if dumb. Something like, happens. You know, if something you know, happens, stretch. you can sue yeah. Tybo. You cannot, you, know, you can, in Sean, you cannot sue me. You go after them. You can't go after the show or me. All right. You sue them. They're liable. Don't be don't be uncoordinated, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. It's pickleball. Uh, You're not going that, that hard at the time. Old old people tearing Achilles out there. That's uh, just because they're the old, doctors, not because it's pickleball. Uh, old uh, sorry, like 60-year-old. You say, you know, maybe, you know, it doesn't matter if they're old or not or, or whether they stretch or not. If they're old, they're gonna get injured playing pickleball. You know, it's the risk we take to to play the game that we love. That's why we're out there. Day in and day out, occasionally, when the weather is nice. And not windy. Which you wouldn't have been any day so far this year. The wind has been absolutely ridiculous. That's a lie. No, I played a few times this year already. Touch dude, touch grass. Inside. Dude, the wind has been ridiculous. Oh, you've been great. I played golf. Okay, you can't compare golf and pickleball to the same thing. 
Yeah. It's hard to play in, in wind for golf, too. It's extremely harder to play in wind in pickleball. The ball has holes in it. Golf is a solid saying, ball. It ain't, it ain't been that windy. There's a few wind, real windy days. It very there's much few, has. There's a few windy days, and there's a lot of good non-windy days. Go outside and touch grass, Tybo. They're your Achilles. Well, he plays golf. He doesn't play golf. If he gets out there and plays golf, he right. could probably throw his back out. I'm not going to play golf. Yeah, so I'd argue golf is more dangerous the, than pickable. The closest I will get is like the the what the top golf or tee shots or whatever. I'll go do that. Maybe. Don't bring me to no putt uh, putt bar again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a bad time Bye, in Bob. putt putt? <laughs> I wouldn't say a bad time, but that's like uh, you won too, so of course you. No, won. I didn't. No, did not about win. I don't think he was the winner for the group. There wasn't. What what was the occasion again? I don't remember. Ty Bob's birthday. Both of our birthdays. Your birthday. Both of our birthdays. You pick next year. I pick for your birthdays. What? All right. <laughs> I said you pick next year. You didn't like putt putt with beer. You pick next year. He's gonna do. Uh, just, I'm just being beer. comically critical. I, uh, I'm gonna orchestrate a beer event and pick a ball. Nope. Play some indoor pickleball in January. Indoor's not the same, man. Not as fun. Why not? I don't know the way, much the, way the ball flies. You got to have an indoor ball if you're going to do it, but I've only played pickleball indoors with outdoor balls. What's the what's the indoor ball? The uh, size of the holes is just a little bit different. Flies differently. Interesting. You're splitting hairs now, man. Pickleball community, figure it out. It's up to you guys. Can't be that difficult. I'm not going to do the research. <laughs> the Bob and Bo Show beer event. I'm not going to call it Beer Olympics, but I'm going to call it Beer Event. It's going to be like an Olympics, but it's not just quite. An event. I'm going to throw a twist. <laughs> I'm going to throw a twist in it. It's just an event. You gonna you gonna elaborate on this? I'm curious now. It's a little tease. No, because I just came up with it. All right. Give him some time. He's got the big part down. Like, He's got the name done. Just like my dance moves. That's the big... I'm going to tease that way on those. Yeah. Catch it next week. Catch Tabo's top five dance moves next week. You have a top five this week? 
I do, Sonny Boy. We're what back to food related. Jesus Christ, let me. <laughs> it's the long pauses, man. I never know when to go. It's dramatic. You find him for it okay. or not? He's the yeah. Are you now, finding so... me? No, I'm are not you finding fi- you? No, I'm just the recorder. I, I okay. you can find me if you want. No, this no is fine. a this no is fine. a the uh, I don't know. It's not a democracy, but it's uh, it's we we have equal representation. <laughs> anyways i've been at the ballpark already um seeing the royals uh bought uh bought the royals uh sweatshirt um still been a little chilly i was able to wear it today um got some deals going on down at the ballpark you could have gone dude they're bringing uh, they're bringing back the powder blue stuff too and that's that makes me happy royals powder blue uh, is always dope they moved up the today being uh the Wednesday, uh April fifth, they move the game time up so that it gets done earlier so people can go midday. Um, uh, but I believe yesterday the fourth they also had um five dollar tickets with twenty dollar parking. Five dollar lowers as well. Five dollar lowers and twenty dollar parking. The uh the team might suck, but uh you're you're gonna get your money's worth. Watch your mouth. Okay. Oh, and dollar hot dogs as well. $20 parking, $5 lowers, and $1 hot dogs. Dollar hot dogs is always a great day. But yeah, the team ain't suck, all right? You have, do you have favorite condiments to go on your hot dog? Well, I'm not just going to limit myself to hot dogs here, okay? I'm bringing you the top five condiments. And being at the ballpark makes me think of condiments. But I'm giving it to you. I guess I'll give one honorable mention because I don't know if it technically classifies as a condiment or not. But honey just as itself. Ooh, I like that. Honey on biscuits. Just honey on biscuits from, you know, any fried chicken place. Uh, homemade, whatnot. You get the Pillsbury little refrigerated rolls of biscuits. Honey with a biscuit is simple and pure. It's lovely, but I don't. You know, it, it does honey count as a condiment? You know, it, give me give me feedback, guys. I would. I, would I, say yes. I was say I was no. hesitant. You could, okay. What would you count it as then? Ingredient. I don't know. Like a typically. Yeah, like typically you would use it as an ingredient in like making the food versus being a topper on food. Condiment is typically a topper. But I'll go ahead and move into the top five. My number five is hot sauce. Don't give me Tabasco unless you're putting it in a Bloody Mary. Uh, But hot sauce goes with very specific things. It doesn't go with everything. So which is with limits how far up it could go on this list for me. But number five is hot sauce. And I don't necessarily have one favorite out there. I have multiple favorites, but Tapatio and Cholula are are, are two of, of, of my more favorites. Um, but the, the Corner Cafe has some kind of hot sauce that actually knocks your socks off too. Um, local uh, Northland 
Actually, there's one out in Independence, but I digress. Hot sauce, number five. Number four, barbecue sauce. Barbecue Any sauce. Specific barbecue sauces? Why is it so low? No, so I'm a Gates that. guy. I'm a Gates guy. Like when it when it comes to my favorite barbecue sauce, that's what I would like to buy from the store. Um, but if you're talking about like, um, like sweet smoky, like um, like a honey barbecue or stuff like that, like I'm I'm I keep it Kansas City. Okay, I don't go for gold barbecue sauces. Um, I don't go for too much. No, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but like Kansas City is a good mixture of sweet and smoke. Okay, regular Casey Masterpiece is bomb. You get any of the flavors of Casey Masterpiece, they're usually bomb. Uh, there's plenty of good barbecue sauces out there when you're when you live in Kansas City. Um, my wife doesn't like Gates, so I don't necessarily get it all the time. But if I'm if I'm having my own personal choice, and I'll put that on anything from burn-ins to pulled pork to chicken to whatever, I'm going Gates. Number three. Ranch dressing. When you talk about when you talk about the diversity of things that you can put ranch dressing on, it's much higher than hot sauce. The whole reason it's elevated to number three. But it's just so versatile. Started off as a salad dressing. Look at where look at where we're at now. <laughs> The come up on ranch dressing, man. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's thanks to thanks to the you know generation before us and the millennials. We really we really gave ranch its its time to shine. Put that shit on well, everything. It's so I'm much. Not, now I'm that not necessarily big on Hidden Valley. I think Hidden Valley has a weird Valley. taste to it. It's got it's got an aftertaste or something, but it's gotten to the point now where it's like they the season packets are being used to like season up foods and crock pots and whatnot. Like it's not just the dressing either anymore. It's, it's the whole shebang. Jibang, jibang. I've seen people put it on lasagna. Anything, anything marinara or like kind of pizza flavored ranch will go with. Seriously. <laughs> just i mean i'm the memes of people just sticking their hand inside a giant cup of sauce whether it be ranch or cane sauce or whatever like that is me with ranch and it's just it's just about anything <laughs> my number two this might be controversial guys i don't know this might be out of left field for y'all, but my number two, it has my honorable mention within it. Honey Dijon mustard. Ooh, love it. Love it. Yep. Okay, when you're a kid, the condiments that you, you learn to put on a sandwich, mayonnaise, mustard. 
Okay, you don't necessarily put ketchup on on sandwiches like deli meat sandwiches. If you do, I think you're a weirdo. Pat Mahomes probably does it. He's a weirdo, but he's the best quarterback in football, so he gets a pass. Honey Dijon mustard or Dijon mustard in general is that next step. When you become an adult, you stop putting mayonnaise or regular mustard on your sandwiches, and you grab that spicy mustard, the Dijon mustard, and you put it on your sandwich, okay? That's that's an adult condiment. And the honey Dijon mustard is just a little flair that I like. You know what I'm saying? It definitely deserves to be number two. I like that. Number one. Ooh. You could technically call it a mixture of two condiments, but it's up there because of my love for Asian cuisine. And this condiment bleeds all over my cooking. It, it's, it, it goes on my eggs. It goes on some sandwiches. I like it. I know what it is. Sriracha mayo. Yeah, dog. Sriracha mayo. You can you can buy it in the pre-made bottles now uh, in the stores. It's been around for a while now. But I personally just like to make my own. I can control how much sriracha is in there. I can make it the consistency that I want. And I feel like nine times out of ten, I'd make it taste better than the bottled stuff. But I don't care that I have to put the work in because it's that damn good. Give me a spring roll with some sriracha mayo. So if you could, if if you could shoot goes a, on a condiment out of your fingers, it would be sriracha mayo. That's t- that's a different question now. That's tough. Is it tough? Because like the what what you got to think about? I don't know. You think about it, Sean. What's yours? Because when you think about it, it's got to be the one that you're going to use the most. You can shoot one condiment out of your fingers. Uh, you're just like I gotta I gotta have a topper. And like, it may not, maybe it's not your favorite, that's but it's the a, one that's that you're going to use the decision. worst I got, or the most. I got one for you. Most. Yum yum sauce. Yum yum You're going to use not that the chance. most? <laughs> it, it's the most versatile man for said, me, probably. Man. man. Okay. I'm you put, put that shit on. And I, I, I guess, like I guess we're going hamburger. with like the kind of the assumption that the condiment or sauce coming out of your finger is just going to be fresh. Automatically, <laughs> like you're not gonna have to do any like, kind of maintenance. It's like, it's your super out a tank or whatever. Like <laughs> the yum yum sauce would be a bitch, man. Oh, dude, it would be everywhere. I won't be able to control like, it. Shooting out. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like that stuff. That stuff goes bad quick. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 made with egg yolk. Like it's hollandaise sauce, really, is what it is. But that stuff goes bad fast. Yeah. No, I don't I know, man. Right away, man. That's sriracha mayo, man. That's that's tough. Like, I want to say yes, but then I'm also just like, ranch goes on everything. It goes on everything. <laughs> Wait, you can use it for your French fries, your onion rings, your chicken strips. <laughs> A plain burger. I'm throw some ranch on it, like. <laughs> it, it goes well almost. <laughs> don't. You can even put it on your salads. You can't put sriracha yeah. mayo on your salads. I mean, well, you I could. guess you could, but right it, type, right type of salad, right type of salad. But any salad compared to ranch, it top it, it to it, you know, 
sushi and Asian food and uh, dang, what's uh, poke bowls? Sriracha mayo, right on, right across the top. You know, like if sriracha mayo was what was coming out of this finger right there, I think I would change my my diet would would stay more consistent. Would that would, be, you know? Would that be the finger you wanted to come out of then. though? That index finger, that's the one you wanted to come out of, out of all the fingers. You can control when it comes out. Well, yeah, but like, you do, you, just... do you want that finger to be the one? The kind of I want it to shoot out like Spider Man. I want it to come from my from my <laughs> hand. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> oh, that, and when yeah. people piss me off, just Sriracha Mayo <laughs> in the nose, in your eyeball. Oh, that would sting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. I, I'm, I'm at a toss up between uh, Chick fil A sauce and spicy, spicy brown uh, mustard. I can't make a I can't make a decision. Well, you have to. Can I can I go some kind of some kind of vinaigrette? <laughs> I, do a vinaigrette. <laughs> Something that I can put on sandwiches and salads and you know I mean, it's, it's spice a up a you can potato. Put... Like <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's Sriracha Mayo would do that to you. Sure. I'm not putting sriracha mayo on a baked potato. It'll spice fries. it up, though. You know, I'm just going straight malt vinegar just because of all the opportunities I'm going to have to eat fish and chips. You ever have that traditional chips and malt vinegar, the British style? Oh, I don't think so. No, keep that away from me. I want a I want a flavor of potato chip that is that flavor, not just of malt vinegar, but of like the dipping of a French fry in malt vinegar. What would they call that? Malt vinegar dipped or what? They would call it fish and chips, okay. or chips and vinegar. I don't know. Salt and vinegar has already been taken, so <laughs> it's a little dicey. It's a rough name game out there for the chips. I don't know if I would want to employ laser Pringles. Not a fan of them? I feel like no, you have to go Lay's in that like, situation. You have to go Lay's? I don't think Pringles would be the right thing for... Pringle, uh, Pringles would not be the right. No, not at all. Gotta be Lay's. What if I like Pringles' flavor, like overall flavoring of chips better than Lay's? That's fine, but I don't think the flavoring for what you're asking for is going to go right for Pringles. I think it's a better chance going right with the Lay's. The overall for all of the chips. I don't necessarily know what you're basing that off of, but uh, get lost. Personal experience. I would agree. Sriracha mayo. Sriracha mayo chip? No. That's why he's got the blaster ready. To I'll go. take I'll take I'll take wasabi peas over that. Hmm. Wasabi peas, really? Hmm. Is that wasabi a, peas? Is that a real chip already, though? Not a uh well there's wasabi flavored chips somewhere, I'm pretty okay. sure, but like actual wasabi peas. Are you are you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking up. Exactly it's a real thing. Down. Like that's actually a thing. 
Here's another good chip for you. You ever have a all dressed chip? All dressed. A couple times. Never heard of it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tapo, but it's a Canadian thing, is it not? Yeah, it's a. Uh, to me, it's kind of similar to a ranch flavor, but there's like a little more savoriness to it. Um, I thought it was more uh, like another... a like a sea salt and vinegar barbecue chip type thing, with a little ketchup flavor in there too. Slight ketchup. I mean, I guess if that's if you've looked it up and they've said those are the flavors on it, I, that's the closest thing I could think of is is the ran- it's like a ranchy flavor, but it's like more savory. It's almost like there's like meat in there to me. But that and the the ketchup chips, which I have never tried, and I don't necessarily plan on it. Old old Canadian weird ass chips. That is a that is a thing. I used to see those a lot more around here, but the past few years they have diminished. I could see it kind of being popular in mid Missouri. Of all places. Have you been looking at any mock drafts lately? Seen anything going on with that? Uh, I've just looked at a couple of articles that say we're probably or have been using a lot of top 30 visits with smaller school guys. So we're probably going to keep that 31 draft pick and draft somebody from a smaller school. That won't be the worst thing. I've seen a few. Uh, if Quinn Johnson, Johnston is still there, we may try to trade up for him for that option. Uh, Jalen Hyatt's still an option for us there. He could drop as well. And then pretty much every other mock draft is us taking a tackle or an edge. So it's yeah. been kind of very. But that's, that, that fuels my argument for why I don't think we're really going to add a, a big name or a big impact player on defense. It's just going to be another project kind of guy. It's not yeah. going to be day one starter, badass material. It's going to be someone who develops throughout the year like George Karloftis. And I'm not necessarily going to be upset about that, but it doesn't make us, you know, does it, it, does it solve the problem of the position depth that we have on defense? Sure. Does it make us a top 10 defense? No. As soon as a draft, I would, one person to keep an eye on, somebody we'd all be very, very happy with, I believe. Uh, TCU's wide receiver, Quentin Johnston. Um, he is uh, or has... Yeah, Sean mentioned that guy right yeah. before you showed up. Uh, he, he, he's visited already, but then did you guys talk about the um, NFL.com uh, doing a mock draft and uh, them having Kansas City trade up to uh, from 31 to 21? To get him, I didn't know it was twenty. You didn't get into the specifics. Like you up, said yeah. trade up, yeah. I believe it was roughly around twenty-one, and we'd only be giving up, obviously, our thirty-first uh, pick, but then also one of our third-round picks, uh, which really wouldn't Us, be a lot to trade up that that far to get a number one receiver. Quentin Johnson and Jalen Hyatt. You said those would be the two names that we most likely jump up for because they're the last of the elite receivers in this draft for yeah yeah 
I'd say for the most part, yeah. And I, I'd be very happy to get that kid out of uh, USC. I can't remember the name, his name off the top of my head, but I don't Jordan think Jordan Addison. Yeah, Addison. I, I don't think there's any way that we get him. We'd have to get up very, very high. Early um, teens, yeah. Take way too much to get up there and get him. But I, I think uh, giving up a third, basically a third round pick to get Johnston would be well worth it. Not just for us, but I think that this year, I think there's it's going to be five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Five? The more quarterbacks five. taken in the first round, the better off we, it is for exactly. us. Exactly. That's true. Uh, you have the big four names that everybody's been talking about lately. But the name that slowly been entering a lot of mock drafts and I feel like it's probably going to be one of the best players right away out of this draft for any team is Hendon Hooker. Coming off a uh, torn ACL. I'm surprised his name has not surprised in the way of like, obviously he is very good and probably would have been a Heisman finalist, maybe even a Heisman winner if he had not taken the, the injury that he had towards the end of the season. But I am surprised that teams are looking to move up and take him in the first round, given how severe that injury was. I could see him going to a team that already has a quarterback like the Lions or the Vikings, someone like that. He would be really interesting there. Sit behind Jared Goff for two years if he needs to. Uh, it sounds like it's Kirk Cousins last year in Minnesota anyway, so might as well get your guy right now. You know, the, uh, the, the rumors are out there that the Tennessee Titans are looking to trade up possibly into the top three to get their number one. Uh, I'd say it's going to be very difficult for them to get up there, especially given the the teams that are needing a quarterback that high in the draft and would trade up, be easier, find it easier to trade up. Um, could we see Tennessee landing on a hooker out of Knoxville? We could, but I don't think they're going to trade up to number three for him. Well, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't have to trade up to three to get him if they're finding it difficult to get up there um, because some of the other teams that are up there can leapfrog with at an easier time. They could sit back and still pull out that pick. Um, you missed, you missed if, the intent of the question there, my, my friend, Sean. I, I'm realizing that after he's They're not going to trade up to number three to get Yeah, him. yeah. Because they can't. They, you think they'd be comfortable taking him a little bit later? Well, that I, I think he could still go top top ten. That's the Honestly, thing. Honestly, really, I've been hearing reports he could go five to Seattle. Let him six to Detroit. Let like, them let them take quarterbacks that high. Leave let's just as I mean, much as the skilled possession yeah. players that can fall down to us. Let them take. Let them. I'm take fine him. with that. That just seems ridiculous to take a take a guy that high that is not going to play day one let alone probably not going to play year one, especially when yeah, you look at Seattle, he's probably going to sit for two or three years. That's the thing. You look at it that way with them. If you think he's going to be that good of a guy and you already have these guys under contract, let him get used to everything. And that second year, start putting him in slowly. Third year, he takes over completely. He's still on that rookie I mean, deal. You're going to get that fifth year draft. Overall, and he didn't start day one. Exactly. It's be probably better for some of these guys if they sit for a year. 
I no no no, and I would agree. I'm saying more in the perspective of uh of the Seahawks. I, that was one of the names that I heard you call out. Squeak more off. so uh, because they decided to give their quarterback Gino a new deal, who played good enough and deserved that contract that he got, but it was a, what three three year deal. Um, so to give him that deal and then bring in uh, a, another quarterback who would be ready to play in year two would seem a little odd now if they want to push it off to three or four or whatever. But I feel like um, if they're going to take, if Seattle's going to take a quarterback in their position, it'd probably be a little bit lower versus um, if anybody like say the Tennessee Titans, who would be able to take on a quarterback given Ryan Tannehill's probably going to be there this year. And they can learn under like a guy like Ryan Tannehill, just in that specific situation. And then move on and have him ready to go kind of like we did with Patrick Mahomes and Alex Smith. Yeah, I think he's just going to be a very surprised pick for everybody on draft night. I would be surprised for him to go top 10. That would be so. So we're looking at obviously love out of Alabama. We've got Will Levies or bright. Sorry, love Bryce Young out of Alabama. You've got Will Levies out of Kentucky. Um, uh, you've got uh, is it Richardson out of Florida? Anthony Richardson, uh, yeah. Your OSU guy, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, Stroud. That's who I was missing. And then you're looking at hookers. Are are there any other quarterback names that have been moving up on the lists in the last couple of weeks? Uh, none that I've seen. Hinton Hooker was the one that just came on within the past few days that I've seen. Let's, he's been in a few different spots. If the of all of them get taken first round, that's best best case scenario for us. Do it, please do it. I mean, if it, I mean that is best case scenario, and and honestly, have a couple of uh, offensive linemen or or non skill position players go kind of like that. Um, maybe give us the opportunity to trade up into uh, the first round and have two first round picks. Uh, we've got a lot of leverage to be able to do so. Um, if we can get two players, either uh, obviously a wide receiver. Can you imagine they, how lit Kansas City would be, oh, it'd be if nuts. before we get to the 31 pick, you see like we trade up, but it's like not, it doesn't involve our first round pick. If we trade up into the first round with two other pieces, uh, dude, Kansas, like the, the live draft in Kansas City is just going to be nuts. It's already going to be a great time, especially seeing all the rendering of the pictures and things that are uh, the way the event is going to look. But if Brett Feach, Clark Hunt, Andy Reid start to make some some moves up there and get us some high like high quality draft picks uh, in multitudes, Kansas City is going to go nuts. The place is going to explode. Uh, there is something going on I thought was pretty cool. Um, they are uh, Union Station is a little worried about the structure. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's kind of on the <laughs> down low. I know some people. Uh, it, there, there's uh, some questions about the structure and will it be able to hold all the people that are going to be on top in the stage area and <clears throat> up to the monument. So uh, Kansas City currently is building more supports underneath uh, and you can see if you go take the highways underneath there, uh, but they're they are currently restructuring a lot of underneath of Union Station right there with more supports uh, through the next. I think they'll 
I think by the time the draft gets here, that restructuring process will have been going on for uh, about a month, a little more. I'll uh, I'll do some investigating on that because I've been taking a volunteer there every Monday uh, for a couple months now. So just go just go down. It's pretty cool. I've uh, uh, seen some pictures of the area and whatnot and uh, kind of the stuff they're doing. And they've they've got top notch people on it, but uh, uh, did not Dead expect net. did not expect that news uh, when it when I got told that I was I said, wow, that's uh, really cool, but also kind of scary. Tap Nash Peacock. Not back to the Peacock. He's going to the Peacock box this time. Peacock box? Yeah. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Bob didn't get that reference. Nope. That's when you know. You know it. Catch us next time for Tybo's top five dance moves. Possibly. Maybe another time after that. We'll find out. And me dancing. Yeah. And as always, so- <laughs> go Chiefs. Good God. Good Lord. Go Get Chiefs. us out of here.